0: Hi Instagram, hi podcast listeners. I'm coming on because today I want to talk about a big topic. I want to talk about self-sabotage and I feel like this is a word that is thrown around a lot and a lot of us will say, I feel like I'm self-sabotaging personally whenever I work with clients. It's like the most common thing I hear is I feel like I might be self-sabotaging. So this word is thrown around a lot, but I feel like what it actually means and how it actually happens is still very much in the dark. If you say, I'm worried that I'm self-sabotaging, it's just kind of this feeling, this vibe that you have, this unconscious um, process that's going on, but you don't know how. And I wanna break down it, break it down for you so that you can recognize if you are self-sabotaging. And become conscious of the process that's actually going on in the mind when you do self-sabotage so that you can stop it in its tracks. If you're conscious of it, then you can stop it from happening and you can stop it from escalating, shall we say. Because I would describe self-sabotage as the process of taking actions that do not align with the outcome that you seek. And I would add that this is often unconsciously. So let's say self-sabotage is unconsciously taking actions that do not align with the outcome that you want. So you're basically taking actions that are going to take you in a different direction and are going to get you an outcome that you don't want, which is basically just manifesting Things you don't want. That is essentially what self-sabotage is. And this happens based on, I'm going to say, three ways. There can be more for sure. But let me break down these three. So it's when you have a belief, a story, or a feeling, and you act in alignment with that rather than with what you actually want. So I'm going to use an example Of something that i experienced the other day which was like a juicy download it was like okay this is a perfect example of how it happens so i am four foot 9.5 i am probably the shortest person fully grown adult that you have ever met and this causes me issues like this is a stressful thing people who are normal size do not realize the basic things that you have to go through when you're on this short and one of these things to do with the gym that I go to I when I first worked in a gym my first actual gym that I joined as an adult I think was one of these 24-hour gyms where you have a a pod you put your pin number in you get into the pod and then it opens on the other side so it's like a a round door that looks like a spaceship and even now I work in a studio and I, I serve clients privately in a studio but I like these gyms, I don't know, there's like a, it's like a comfort thing. It's kind of like nostalgic. So I go to this gym where you have to put your code in, the door opens, you get in, the door closes behind you and opens on the other side so you can go out into the gym. And because I am so short, what often happens is I put my pin in, the door will open, I step inside, and then the door behind me is just going like er, 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 and it won't shut because it can't sense that i'm actually inside the pod and it doesn't realize that i'm in there which means the door won't shut which means it can't open on the other side which means i can't get into the gym and i'm just left there in this pod like can can someone let me in and this happens a lot because i'm too short the sensor can't sense me but i've kind of come up with all these tricks and things that i do over time so that doesn't happen and found a way to kind of beat the system if you like so one of them is that i wear a big fluffy coat and because it's so big and fluffy it takes up more space in the pod and the sensor can usually pick me up if i wear this coat so i've been doing that all winter now for like what three four months more than that probably but seasons are changing so i wanted to wear my cute little sleeveless jacket and when I'm going to the gym, I'm thinking, wait, when I wore this jacket last time, the pod didn't let me in. So my brain is instantly, is already thinking about what I'm about to do. My goal is to get inside the gym, right? Thinking about what I'm about to do and thinking but that's probably not gonna work because it didn't work last time. My brain is already creating a scenario of what's going to happen because that's what our brains do is our brains try to foresee what's going to happen um, so that we can prepare for it. Our brain is trying to keep us safe, trying to understand our, our scenario, understand our environment so that we know how to navigate it. So I'm about to get in this pod and my brain is already thinking last time you tried to do this, it didn't work. So with that in mind, I step in, put my pin in, step in. And then less than a second passes, I don't know how long, but very short period of time. And the door hasn't yet shut. So instantly I feel like my brain goes, it's not working. You need to like do something. So I start to do all these things that I do, which is like kind of move my feet around, try and create movement for the sensor or sort of like step back and forth. I start to do that. And I'm just about to do that. Like my brain has told me, okay, do that. And I start to like move my body forward And then the door shuts right behind me and opens on the other side. So what happened was the sensor picked me up before I moved. But my brain took that split second and felt like, oh, look, it's been it's been too long. The door hasn't shut. So what happened last time is happening. We're failing. We can't get in panic mode. Let's take a different action, which is to stomp my feet around. My brain assumed to know what was happening and went to worst case scenario. This is just obviously a bit of a silly example because I'm not going to, nothing bad's going to happen to me if I, if I, if the pod doesn't shut, but it is a stressful thing that bothered me and my brain instantly started to go to, okay, emergency mode. The thing we didn't want to happen is happening. And then what it did was send a signal to me to do the emergency action to try and stop it from happening. Now let's take this example and move it into something that is more relatable perhaps for my spiritual boss babes out there. Let's say that you want to start your own business and you make cute little candles, love candles. Let's say you you wanna start your own business and you make cute little candles. So you decide like, I wanna sell these candles. So you go on Instagram And you post a picture of the candle and you say in the caption, made this cute little candle, DM me if you want one. And then maybe no one DM'd you that time. And so you felt like it didn't work, you failed, it went wrong and you're a bit embarrassed. And to you, you you put that in your mind as a bad experience, as proof that no one is interested and that your business wouldn't be a success. Again, this is just a story, but this is how you saw it last time then you go next time you're like okay I want to sell these candles I really do this time I'm going to do it again I'm going to like post on my story so you you go on your story you start talking about it but within a few few minutes of okay let's say you go live this is a better example you go live you start talking about your candle and you're talking but then you're seeing no one's watching or someone watched and someone disappeared and people aren't staying on your live. So before anything more has a chance to happen, before you've even got through the situation, before like you're in the pod, before the door's even closed, your brain is looking at that data and saying, oh, someone just joined and then they left. This is proof, this is data to prove that what happened last time is happening again. And the brain seeks to find information to confirm what it has already what conclusion it already has. We're always trying to confirm what we are, what we believe. So the mind is like, last time I tried to sell my candle, no one was interested, no one cares about my candle. So this time you come online to talk about it because you've egged yourself on, you're talking about your candle, and then you see like one person come on your live and leave or no one comes, comes onto your live. So you, your brain goes process, process, process. No one wants my candle, my candle is shit. No one cares about my candle. I'm a failure and I can't run this business. And then it signals to you to take the emergency action. Like me jumping around in the pod, it signals to you, stop talking about your product. No one cares, quick, quick. You're being embarrassed, you're being humiliated. Um, You're failing and everyone's gonna see you fail. So what do you do? You click exit, you come out of that live or you don't, post the post. And then you never do it again. And then what's happened is you've got not one situation where no one bought your candle, but in your mind, two situations where no one bought your candle. More proof that belief solidifies in the brain that no one cares about your candle and that your candle business is a failure and that you are a failure. I say this in air quotes, right? And this is how self-sabotage happens. Hey Ruth, hey guys. This is how self-sabotage happens, is that the brain is always filtering information. Think about how many pieces of information we come across each day, way too many to possibly ever process, right? So we can't take it all in. So what the brain does is looks for things that it thinks are relevant to you. So if you have in your mind a belief, a story, a paradigm, a thought of what you, how you think things are, then the brain is going to look for things that are relevant to that. And not only is it going to just filter out and show you things that makes make that make sense, but it's also going to distort things and it's also going to generalise things. So if you have that story in your mind that no one cares about my candle business, my candle business is rubbish and I... Um, let's say, dismissed or I always fail, then the brain is going to process information and deliberately take things that would reaffirm that to you or take things and attribute meaning to them. Take the fact that no one came onto your live that day. You were talking about your candle so passionately and no one joined your live or they joined and then they clicked off. All we know is that they clicked off, but your brain interprets that to be like, oh, they clicked off because they thought this girl's annoying, I don't give a shit about your candle, Um, I don't care, this is, like, annoying me or stupid or boring or whatever. Right? What We don't know that that is true. In fact, there is no way you can know in that second, but your brain is going to interpret. This person could have jumped off your live because they're on a Zoom call, because someone just called them because I don't know there's an infinite number of reasons and it doesn't matter what is true but the the point is that unconsciously this process is going on in your brain where it is filtering the good things like maybe the fact that someone did watch or did comment on your candle maybe your brain just even dismisses that and doesn't even really pick up on it it just filters out the information because it doesn't align with the story you have in your head and where did you get that story from past experience? So I'm not saying these things don't happen. It's like, I go into the gym in the pod and sometimes the pod doesn't let me in because the pod doesn't pick up on me because I'm so short. Sure. That did happen. But it doesn't mean it's going to happen again. I would lo- My brain would like to create certainty and to predict what's gonna happen because then I'll feel safe. But actually, just because it happened before doesn't mean it will happen again and that's the thing the reason when we go for our goals so many people give up on their goals or never get to their goal is because it didn't work one time in their mind it didn't work or it didn't get the result tangible result that you wanted and so they think that's going to happen again And they make it mean something. And you make what happened mean something about who you are and what you're capable of. But actually it has no bearing on your future. And I know that's gonna sound trippy and that's sometimes hard to understand because it's hard to understand how, in our logical world, it's hard to to really get your head around the fact that what happened in the past is no more likely to happen in the future than the opposite. And I feel like the first time I said that, it didn't feel true to me because I was like so rooted in the logical world. But it's true, just because no one bought your candle last time actually has no bearing on whether someone's gonna buy your candle next time. Literally no bearing. But we like to try to make ourselves feel safe and predict what's gonna happen in the future. So we think, okay, no one bought it last time, no one's gonna buy it this time. And like I said, the brain collects data. The brain looks at things and says oh see no one bought my candle last time and then this time maybe they haven't even had a chance maybe you've spoken about it for you speak about it you post about it you say dm me if you want this candle and then it's been 10 minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes no one's bought the candle so your brain's like see i told you that you were gonna fail I told you that last time no one wanted it so the same is happening again, no one wants a candle, now we're embarrassed because everyone can see that we've put this out there, but we haven't sold it. So what do you do? You delete the post, so that the evidence is gone and no one will have to know. But maybe someone was about to buy your candle in the next 30 minutes, or the next day, or the next two days, or in a freaking month, they were going to come across your page, because now they need a candle and they remembered that you spoke about your candle. And they see that post and they message you and they buy it. But if you delete that post, then that never happens. And none of that stuff ever happens. And all that happens is you posted, no one bought the candle and that becomes your new reality and that becomes your truth. I hope this is making sense about how we live in line with those beliefs and stories. And that is truly what self-sabotage is. It's not just about giving up. Right, because that's a very black and white example is that sometimes the brain tells you this story that what you're doing isn't working or is going to cause you a feeling. Your brain is saying, if we keep going with this, we're going to be disappointed or we're going to be embarrassed or we're going to be upset. And the brain tells you you're going to feel a feeling. And you don't want to feel that feeling, so you avoid it. So it's not always as simple as giving up. But it could even be like you're talking about something that you're selling, talking about your new course. And then the brain is processing information and maybe you only got a couple of people, but you didn't get the number that you want yet. And it's been two days since someone messaged you to sign up. So since it's been two days, the brain is like, right, no one else is interested. That's all I'm going to get. The brain uses takes that piece of information and interprets it to mean that that's it that's the end that no one else wants it that no one else is interested that you're not going to hit your goal so what do you do maybe you do something that isn't giving up but you lower the price or you change the the message that you're putting across you talk about something else you you come at it at a different angle and then what happens is actually maybe you muddy your messaging Maybe there was someone who was watching, and usually this is the case, speaking from experience. There are people who are watching, thinking, okay, hearing what you're saying, hearing your message. Okay, I'm getting it a bit more now. The next day, now I'm really thinking that actually this makes sense. The next day, they're thinking, I actually think I I might need this. And they're slowly, slowly understanding your offer and making their decision in their head and deciding that they do want it. And then you suddenly change your messaging because your brain tells you no one's, no one's getting it, no one's interested. And you do a 180 and you start talking about it from a completely different angle and then they, they, can't, they can't relate anymore and they don't get it. And now they're confused and they're like, oh, I thought that was for me because she kept saying this, but now she's saying that, so maybe it's not for me. And we self-sabotage because instead of going with what we are truly aligned to do and to say and living in alignment with that desire these thoughts and feelings and stories that don't serve us can come up in the mind and have us move in a different way. Have us manifest based on what we don't want rather than what we do want, right? Manifest, you're, you're always manifesting. Manifesting is something that is like a reflex. And you're going about it and you're thinking of that goal that you want, sell that candle. And then you start thinking, oh my God, I'm going to be embarrassed. And so you start manifesting from, I don't want to be embarrassed. And you're basically manifesting the opposite of what you want. You're living in a way that is trying to achieve not being embarrassed, rather than living in a way that is about achieving selling the candle. Right? So this is how it happens. And it is unconscious the brain does all of this without your permission most of the time so you might be thinking well great (laughs) what do I do now all you've done is freak me out and show me that my brain is doing all of this behind the surface behind the curtain slash under the surface (laughs) what do you do well the same way that I told you this story about me going into the gym and the pods and the pods not working I was able to, I was actually in the pod as this was happening, as I was starting to do this thing that is quite embarrassing where I jump around to try to get the door to open. I obviously would like to avoid doing that, to avoid jumping around, but I'm about to start doing it. And then my brain, and then the door opens and I realise I didn't need to. And all while this is happening, this is how amazing is our, our brain. Sorry, I'm getting too excited. This is how amazing our brains are. All while this is all happening, my brain has suddenly realized and become conscious of the fact that I started to do that and I started to assume the pod wasn't going to open because, in a split second, my brain went to pass scenario and went to try to reaffirm what it thought was going to happen. And I had the consciousness, I had the sudden realization that that's what's happening. And I knew in that second as well that I wanted to come and talk about this and that this was going to become a new way that I'm going to explain to people what goes on in the mind when we self-sabotage out of things that we want, when we even manifest things that we don't want. This is why. So I was able to become conscious of it. And then, of course, that took away its power and I realised what was truly going on. And so by me telling you that this is how it works there is already a greater chance that when this next happens, you're gonna become conscious of what's happening. And when you catch yourself thinking, I'm gonna delete that post about that candle, or I'm gonna exit my live, or I'm not gonna talk about this thing on my stories anymore, I'm not gonna talk about this, I'm not gonna sell this, I'm not gonna try to start my own business anymore, you recognize, wait, this is my brain's inner dialogue trying to affirm something that happened before, And you recognize this is not the truth. And you realize that it is just a narrative. And if you can become conscious of the narrative, that's when you can rewrite the narrative. And that is when you choose a different outcome, right? Because if every time you've tried to go for that goal that you want, and every time your brain has looked at what's happening, and distorted, deleted, and generalized the information to affirm the story that you're not successful, that the goal doesn't work, then every time you don't get to that goal, every time you fall short. And then all you're doing is, again, strengthening that story that you never quite get there. But if you could become conscious of it and actually just rewrite that story, then you would choose a different outcome. So this is the power in this work is that they are things you can't see. This is why it's complicated because it's the things you can't see that keep us stuck in the same patterns. And I know what it's like to feel like you're running against the wall because you want to get to the other side. You want something you've never had before or never achieved before, but you feel like you can't get there. Well, that is not a coincidence. That is a result of a story. So if you can become conscious of that story, if you can turn that blind spot into something you are aware of, then you have the power. Then you need to rewrite it. And this is why we use subconscious mind programming, neurolinguistic programming. We use all of these kind of tools and modalities to heal the limiting belief, to find the limiting belief, to heal the limiting belief, to also take action in a way that, aligns with a new belief this is why we use all of this stuff because as much as we can say i want this i want this i want this until we actually change what's happening internally the process that the brain is going through we can say we want it but we're not a match for it like i always say an energetic match because our beliefs and our stories aren't lining up with the outcome that we want So by telling you this, hopefully you will become conscious. But at the same time, I'm not going to lie to you. This is something that we all have blind spots. I have my own blind spots and that is why I'm constantly investing in myself because there's only so much that you can notice from just looking and reflecting. It's, It's you need that mirror. You need something to like trigger out the response. You can see that response. And that is why coaching is such a valuable tool. Hopefully you can become conscious and there will definitely be some things that you will be able to become conscious of. But like I say, there may be blind spots. So if you feel connected to what I just said, if you resonate, I guess is a better way of putting it, with what I just said, and you feel like there is some unconscious patterns within you and things that keep playing out and you keep going for a certain goal and you're not there and you don't know why, it is not because of the story you have told yourself. It is not, just, it is not because no one wants the candle. It is not because your candles suck. It is because you have some sort of narrative, pattern or story within that is altering your behavior the same way that my behavior altered when I thought that door wasn't gonna shut and I started jumping around, maybe you are taking an emergency action of let me stop the post, let me exit the live, let me reduce my price, I don't know what it is, let me change my messaging because your brain is telling you that something is about to happen and actually that is not true. It's just attributing meaning you are still in the process, right? The process hasn't even happened yet, but you're sabotaging it before it happens. Just like I did, just like I probably do with many other things that I'm not yet conscious of. So if you resonate with that, if you feel like this is something that is going on for you, DM me, I am holding space for one-to-one clients at the moment. I am called to go deeper on this stuff and on this work to create this inner transformation. So that is what I'm holding space for at the minute for people who desire to work together one-to-one to to get past the theory and to get to implementation, to get through to their blind spots, to rewrite their patterns. If that sounds like you, DM me, we can have a chat. I have my VIP four-month container, but I also do have space for two, I would say, intensives, which is where it's one-to-one without that longer term commitment and this is where we can tackle it if you have something specific very clear goal that is specific this is where we can tackle that in that short period of time dm me we can see which one is good for you tell me about your goals and i also have something coming next week i don't want to say to you i wasn't meant to say much about that but it just popped out of my mouth also have something coming next week which will help you if you resonated with this video so stay tuned keep an eye on my page keep an eye if you're on the podcast keep an eye on the new episode because I'm going to announce it on the podcast as well when it drops and thank you guys for watching I will speak to you soon bye